The Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Episode 148. February 24th, 2010. This is the Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Episode 148. I am Rob. You are Greg. Indeed. And I guess we have a lot to get to, so let's let's yeah. just let's just uh crank it out. It's time for the lightning round. Lightning Marty Uh alright, let me start off. I want to say Hello <laughs> to our newest listener, our newest fan. We have no fans. Come on. We have a new fan. No, we have fans. Joe, These people do, huh? they do not exist. They only exist in our imagination. <laughs> no, no. Joe in Kentucky, Dennis in California, Esteban in Florida, Frank in New Jersey, Brian in New Jersey. Uh, Dawn also. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dawn listens um, in New Jersey. You know, it's really pitiful when you have to do a roll call of your fans. <laughs> Well, the fact that we can do a roll call. <laughs> well, that's what, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, uh, Adam in South Carolina. And Still listening down there? I, I hope so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Erica in New Jersey. Uh, New fan. Yeah. So How about those Jets? The Jets? They, they made it very far. Yes. And I was rooting for them, but unfortunately, my prediction, well, as all my predictions regarding sports, came true. Look, they had a really good first half. The second half, maybe they yes. just got tired. I don't know. Uh, I just uh, next year there was I, I, they were they were able to catch the the cold sleeping a few times. Yeah. Um, but then, obviously, when the when the Manning woke up, he, the the guy is just unstoppable. It's just well, it's, it's ridiculous. they are stopping him next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, considering they had a rookie quarterback, they made it very far. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, you know, did uh, I think they surpassed almost everyone's expectations? Yeah. Anyway, why are we talking sports? I have no idea. Am I gonna talk sports here on a Mike and the Dog Show? Yeah, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. A diaper dandy, baby. Yeah. Who hey, is the awful. guy uh, that got kicked off or something? Jimmy the Greek? Yeah, wh- who was that? <laughs> That's from the 80s. <laughs> so what, what, what happened? I don't know the story. Did he pull uh, a, a Don Imus? <laughs> yeah, more or less. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, he what he said was pretty lewd. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. It was really, it was kind of, it was really a racist kind of. I mean, I don't think he he's what he said he didn't mean it to be racist, but it was, it was a really bad comment. But it didn't make any sense why this guy was on television. He was like a professional gambler. Nah, <laughs> I mean, that's what he was. He was like a sports handicapper. Wow, and they had him on television. <laughs> As some kind of an analyst. And then he wound up in the cannonball run. Sammy Davis uh, was betting on the race with him. Sammy. Yeah, Sammy. 
So a weird thing is that, again, I, I don't know how people are finding this or why people are doing this, but I go to PawnStevenson.com and I look at the recent comments and like these dozens of people keep leaving comments on our Steven Seagal Hall of yeah. Lame post. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And again, I've mentioned this before, but these people are idiots <laughs> because they're leaving these comments as if they're talking to Steven Seagal, like as if no, Steven we... Seagal's website is paunchstevenson.com yeah. and he's going to respond. <laughs> these people are stupid. Now, I just think that it, it's it's almost like they're, you know, it's like they're it's like when you throw a penny into the into the pool at the mall. Kids. You know, they're they're just paying homage to Stephen Seagal at this Porn Stevenson uh, uh, impromptu Stephen Seagal shrine. No, but look, this person, Karen, left her address. One guy wrote, it's time for you to go on a diet. Oh. <laughs> Dear Stephen, you are great. I love your show. Uh, I think you are doing a good job. Keep it up. You don't know me. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, of course he doesn't. I don't even, nobody knows you. Who are you? Yeah. Well, I, I, I was going to say something about Seagal. I was, oh no. I was watching an episode of that lawman a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I gave up on that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's terrible. So they're driving around in the, in the police car and they're like joking with him. I guess it was like there was the cop driving and then there was two other cops in the, in the back and Steve Seagal was sitting in the passenger seat, of course. And um, they started joking around with him, and they somehow they mentioned Van Dam. Oh, really? Yeah. And then they're like, "Hey, hey, uh, Steve, you know, uh, uh, you know, Van Dam says he can kick your butt or something like that." And he's like, "No, no, no, yeah, yeah, I'll squash him like an ant." <laughs> I don't know about just, that anymore. Uh, he's he's nothing. I'll squash him like an ant. And then he's like, um, he's like, yeah. When he sees me, he runs. He runs. When does he ever see him? I don't know. Steven Seagal can't even beat me up today. <laughs> there you go. And he just does that arm flailing. Well, I guess. I'll just wait for him to get tired out. No, he, he, and I'll he kick can. him in the he, neck. He, Steven Seagal, energy drink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> lightning or whatever that was. Yeah, the lightning bolt. But I had uh, something I was going to say about Van Damme. I read that, uh, I don't know, he's, he's about 50 years old now. And I read that um, because he, he wants to, to actually get back into real kickboxing. Well, good luck with that. Because, <laughs> like, all these, like, old, you know, these these B-list actors and former, like, athletes now are trying to get into this MMA stuff. I don't and, know what, um, what is MMA. Mixed martial arts. Oh. You know, the US ultimate fighting and, and that kind of stuff. So Van Damme's going to be an ultimate fighter? No, he's going to... He wants to... You know how in he in the original Kickboxer movie, he was playing Frank Dukes, who was yeah. this real kickboxer who went into this, like, this, like, a secretive Asian uh, uh, kickboxing tournament. It was the only, like, outsider, and he actually won it. Mm-hmm. And then Van Damme, a lot of he, people got this... He beat Tom Poe. Whatever. At the end. Yeah, and so a lot of the, these a lot of people got this this perception that Van Damme was this supreme martial artist, that he was this real kickboxer, 
And although Vendetta was. was in... No, he was not. I thought he was. No, he was. No, he wasn't. He was not a professional kickboxer. He was, actually. No, he was not. He started competing in 1976. In what? <laughs> in kickboxing. That's a lie. That's a lie. No, That's a lie. In Belgium. He can't kickbox. I'll squash him like an ant. In Belgium, not in the U.S. Oh, come on. In Belgium. <laughs> Please. Wait, it says... Um, Jean-Claude Van Damme made his debut in Man. 1976 when he was 16 years old. Yes. He competed under his real name, Jean-Claude Van Varenberg. God. Uh, he was stunned by a roundhouse kick thrown by Toon Van Oostrom. <laughs> he was badly stunned and knocked out. But then when he woke up, he beat up Van Oostrom and won the match. Wait a minute. <laughs> if you're knocked out, you don't get up. That's what a knockout is. No, it was is. like 20 minutes later. No, no, there's no 20 minutes. And kickboxing, you know, it's a, you know, it's a very uh, quick match. <laughs> this is what it says. Oh, this guy. Everything he says is a lie. <laughs> I do split. Only, only true thing I say. Let me tell you, I'm going to get back into real kickboxing. I'm going to to uh, prove to everyone I can do it. <laughs> Bring them on. <laughs> yeah, so everybody was like, all these people like joking that he's going to like try and get into real kickboxing and somebody's just going to like kill him. <laughs> Good. Van Damme. That would be funny, actually. No, come on, I don't want Van Damme to be injured. I just picture him... Acting in this real kickboxing match as Ric Flair acted <laughs> in fake wrestling matches. Oh, yeah. Woo! And, um... Do you think he would do a split? <laughs> Ric Flair? No, Ric Flair can't do a split. No, Van Damme. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if he could do a split now. <laughs> no, but I... What I'm saying is I could just imagine him, like, doing what Ric Flair used to do. Ric Flair would, like, get in the ring... And like slap the guy and then like run in the corner and like start waving his hands like, no, no, you can't hit me. I'm in the corner. Right. I, I just I have a feeling he would do something like that. Oh, man. You know, like he would keep like arguing with the referee and 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 never want and, and not actually getting into the fight because then he would probably lose. All right. Anyway, so come on. We're supposed to be cranking stuff out. We are. What are you talking about? We're oh, covering oh, right. some ground here. I thought this oh, was no. just. I thought this was just the pre-show banter. No, this is this is part of my notes here. All right. This is it's it, it's people don't understand the magic of the Paul Stevenson show. I write down all these notes, and somehow, just out of osmosis and and ESP and telepathy, I get you to segue into it. Ah, very well. We're you know we've we're, we're professionals. Now, the opposite never happens because, A, you don't have any notes, no. and, B, you come up with this stuff that is so off the wall, I don't even know where, where it even comes from. Actually, I do have notes this time. Oh, God. <clears throat> For some reason, I wrote down – this was a while ago. <laughs> I don't even remember what it had to do with. <laughs> oh, that's helpful. <laughs> I wrote down Dustin Diamond versus Dustin Hoffman. That <laughs> okay. Next, 
<laughs> and Dennis Rodman versus Dennis Haskins. Were you on drugs when you came up with that? I, mean, <laughs> I think it was celebrity boxing. But Dustin Diamond is a young guy. Dustin Hoffman's like 70. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that, yeah. Would, that would be funny. And he's a shrimp. That's why it would be funny. <laughs> what about versing each other in acting? I, I come on. <laughs> that wouldn't even be a con- now. The Rodman versus Haskins might be a kind of a contest there <laughs> to see who's worse. He did such a good team, a good time. In, uh, he, he was so good in double team. Hey, 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 hey! What is going on here? This is madness. Hey, hey, hey! He was. Uh, he's only done Saved by the Bell, so <laughs> <laughs> and karaoke. Yeah, well, that's not acting. Let's see, what else did I write down? Hey, hey, hey. People in Japan genuinely believe, for real, that Sony Electronics, Sony products, people in Japan seriously, genuinely believe that Sony products have timers inside of them. And... Maybe one day or a week or a month, like very shortly after the warranty expires, the people in Japan believe that this timer that Sony puts inside of their products, like goes <laughs> off and breaks the product. So you have to buy a new one. <laughs> so that they have to buy a new one. Nah. I mean, we've joked about that, but people in Japan genuinely believe this to be true. I don't know. I don't, I mean, hey, they they could uh, you never know they could they could be onto something there, be on something. Um, and on uh, s- sort of uh, along the same lines, I don't know if you remember, but I had bought a white MacBook, yeah, laptop the uh, the the white Apple you know Macintosh laptop. Yeah, I bought it. Um, it was almost two years ago. And then I sold it to someone. You know, I it was in mint condition. I had the box, the case. I had everything. It was in it was in pristine, brand new mint condition. I only, right. I only used it a couple times, and then I sold it to someone. And then the person said, "Hey, um, you know, I've been using the laptop. It works fine. Mm-hmm. I, I'm taking good care of it. I don't abuse it or anything, but." A weird thing has been happening. Like pieces of it have been falling, have been falling off. Nah. So I was. So I said, "Well, what do you mean? Like keys from the keyboard, the mat, the the little uh, touchpad button?" Which is like, no, pieces of the case are cracking off. Like this thing is literally disintegrating in my hands as we speak. <laughs> and I'm just like, I just couldn't understand what she was talking about. And I looked it up, and this is a problem, evidently. Mm. Not the metal MacBooks, the white MacBook made out of plastic. After about a year, after about a year and a half, the actual laptop, the case, like the the white shell just starts cracking and pieces just start like falling off. (laughs) What the heck is that? Uh, it's probably because the the probably the way that they like vacuum formed it when they uh, when they made them, the technique was uh, obviously uh, faulty. Well, yeah, 
And this isn't some little, you know, two hundred dollar netbook. This is like a twelve hundred dollar. I mean, now it's a thousand, but at the time it was like a twelve hundred dollar computer. The thing just the thing literally, literally <laughs> falls apart. Well, is there? Does is Apple fixing it? Supposedly, uh, if if this is happening, the person could take it to the Apple Store and they'll uh, they'll replace it with another white plastic shell, but. I assume after a year, the same thing is going to happen to that one. Oh, unless they, they improve the... Uh, nah, it's Apple. I doubt it. Manufacturing. <laughs> doubt it. You know, they probably tried to get... You know, I know knowing them, they did probably tried to get cute with the look of it. <laughs> well, they did. Yeah, and then, you know, they don't really... You know, they don't test it, so... Uh, <laughs> Why would be a disaster. They? Why would they yeah. test it? <laughs> no, I mean, you look at uh, look at all their, their these gadgets they come up with, and then they fall apart. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so fin- speaking of which, I finally got rid of the iPhone. I the just I f- I couldn't with the iPhone. I couldn't take it anymore. I swear to, I was I was within a centimeter of smashing this thing against a rock. <laughs> Let me tell you something, right? People claim, oh, Apple products, they're so beautiful and magical. They never crash. They're perfect. They're polished. Let me tell you something. This thing drove me out of my <laughs> mind on a daily basis. Everything about this thing was so slow and glitchy. I would put music on it because when I'm riding the train to go to work, I'm riding the train to come home from work. I want to listen to music or listen to podcasts. So I would put music, I'd put podcasts and I would say about once a week, I would leave the apartment. I'm on my way to the train. I'm like, all right, let me put on a podcast. I'm going to put on my headphones. Wait, when you're putting on the podcast, why don't you walk around with like a giant boom box and you could plug it in and play the Paul Stevenson show for <laughs> I, I might have to because yeah. I, I'm telling you, at least once a week, I would turn on the, the, the iPhone. I would press the little iPod button and I'd wait maybe 10, 15 seconds as I'm walking to the train. This thing isn't loading. I'm like, what is this? What is it doing? And then it would like, it would try to load the iPod and it would like after about 15 seconds, it would crash back to the home screen. All right, mm. fine. It crashed. No big deal. Press the iPod button again. You know, maybe five, six seconds later, the iPod opens up. Okay. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What is it doing? It's erasing all of the music and podcasts I just put on it. <laughs> Why would it erase? I don't know. Eh. Like once a week, it just erases everything. It'll say like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Ah, you don't have any songs. Eh. Like what the, what the heck? Who made this thing? This is a piece of garbage. Now, I thought you said that you had an older version and that was part of the problem. Well, I have the iPhone 3G, not the 3GS. So... The 3GS has more RAM. It has a faster CPU. But still, I mean, you know, they 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 send out this iPhone operating system update. I update mm. the operating system, and the stupid phone crashes all the time. Nah, deletes my music. The you know, I I press the text message button. Fifteen seconds later, oh, you know, the text messages come up. What is that? It should be, I shouldn't have to wait 15, you know, I press the phone button like six seconds later. Oh, now I can make a phone call. <laughs> I don't get it. I went uh, to the AT&T I store. 
I got a plain old regular free I got the free phone. I switched. Yeah. The plain old free cheap phone. I pressed the text message button. Instantly, I can send someone a text message. I press the number keypad. I'm making a phone call instantly. I don't have to wait six, seven seconds while the operating system is chugging along. Eh. Piece of what kind garbage. Of, what kind of phone is it? Uh, it's a uh, uh, Pantech. What? Oh. <laughs> Pantech Reveal. It's just, it's just like a normal, regular phone. Eh. And you know so what? You-, you know what? I press a button... And it responds. Yeah. It works. I can't now, believe yeah, but, it. I can't believe it. I press the button. Yeah, it actually but, works. Yeah, but it can't. It, the thing can't do anything, though. I mean, you can't like go on the internet. No, no, no. Right? no it can. I just don't pay for it. No, nah, well, I don't either. I'm mine. Now, look. I will. Say, yes, the iPhone, the web browser is very nice, but it's not worth it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just not worth it. It's. I mean, I've heard from what I've heard is that the uh, the BlackBerry is is much better. It can multitask. It probably is. You know, and do I haven't heard anything about the Droid? I, I don't know. Yeah, the Droid that, people but. like the Droid. Uh, the Eris, the Hero, you know, the Pixie. Just this iPhone. You know, maybe the 3GS is better. I don't know, but the 3G, I'm, I, I was literally this close to snapping it in half. So what's? Uh, so what do you think about the iPad? Ah, <laughs> garbage. <laughs> the iPad. Now you found some kind of a video of Pee Wee Herman in the Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh, yeah, he said that uh, Steve Jobs gave him an iPad. Yeah. And all of the characters in the playhouse were asking him, well, what does it do? What's so special about hey, it? Hey, Pee-wee, what does this do, Pee-wee? So he said, oh, it could play music. And then Conky the robot said, well, well, I could play music. He's like, yeah, yeah. But, but it has a touch screen, and, and I could watch videos on it. And then the magic screen said, well, well, I yeah. have a touch screen. You could watch videos on me. I was like, yeah, but it has Google Maps. I could look at the map. And then Globy said, well, well you could look at my maps. Nah. So Pee-wee's like, well, uh, I'm going to find some use for this thing. <laughs> so then, of course, the punchline was he did find a use for it as a tray to hold his drink. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a minute. Now, was that was that like... Uh, sanctioned by Apple, that that uh, video? I doubt it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, it, it, does this mean that there's going to be, the, he's going to be doing videos or, or what? I don't know. I mean, I know he's doing that live show in L.A., but yeah. I don't know. I mean, the, the crazy thing, the guy looks exactly the same. That's what I was going to say. He's 57 <laughs> years old and he, he looks pretty much the same. I know. I mean, yeah, I know it's makeup and all that, but still, it's just, wow. Um, Yeah, the iPad, um, I don't know. For me, I would rather have, if I were going to pick an iPad or a little laptop, like a netbook, Mm. for me, 
I would get much more use out of a netbook. It has a camera, it has a keyboard, it has a web browser that can run Flash. It has all these things. Yeah, yeah well, the, my only problem with the netbooks is the screen is too small. Yeah, it's small, but it has USB port. The iPad doesn't yeah. even have a USB port. Oh, God. But that's for me. What P... I, I think what people aren't understanding is that they're comparing an iPad. Like, why would I buy an iPad? I would rather have a netbook or a laptop or a. Co- it's it's really like a, it's really meant as an evolution of the PDA. Exactly. It is you know. just a handheld device. You can look. Yeah. The user can go to a website very quickly. The user yeah. can look at some pictures, and that's well, ba- it's it's meant to be a simple little gadget it's not meant to be a computer it's meant to be a no. simple gadget well i think they're trying I to market it i don't have a use for it but no, maybe i think they're some trying people... to market it for like a retail a retail industry i don't know you know like if you're in this if you work in a store and well i guess it well it won't be able to scan anything so i guess it's useless yeah it doesn't have a camera it doesn't have a usb port it doesn't have a card reader it's Again, it's it's basically just a handheld web browser. Well, I, I mean, I guess it could be good, like uh, you know, it's it's the future of maybe newspapers or magazines or. Something. Well, yeah, yeah, because Apple launched the new, well, or or they will, Apple will be launching their their iBook store, so people could use it sort of as a Kindle or as a Nook or a Sony Reader where they can download books, download newspapers, yeah. download magazines, and it's in color and it has the touch screen. So it's it's finally the idea that Tom Hanks had in Big oh. comes to life. <laughs> oh, man. That's a great idea, kid. The digital hey, Josh, comic. that's a great idea, yeah. Digital comic books. Robert Loja, yeah. I hope the graphics are a little bit better. Yeah, well. <laughs> I forgot. Didn't they have one that was supposed to be a di- some kind of a comic book, and it was like this big metal thing, and it was and he went to use it, and it just like popped out and broke. I don't even remember. Yeah, it was so hard. His idea was so terrible. Well, so yeah, I mean, I, obviously, I will not be buying an iPad. No, I have a question actually. If, if for the people who live in Boston, Boston. If someone who lives in Boston goes to the Apple Store and asks for and an i and asks for an iPod, what eh? would that sound like? An iPad. Exactly. I- iPad. Pad. So they would. IPad. They ask I- for an iPod. They end up with an iPad that's like fifty times the size. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, what's this thing here? It's a bit too big. Oh, man. So what else you got? What's new? What's new? Well, uh, not so much new, but I, I wanted to finish up what I was saying in the, the episode 147. I was going to say something about the Transformers. And then we got completely sidetracked oh, yeah. talking about something else. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> And we went on and on and on, and it was just, it would have been too boring to use that. So I'm just going to, I'm going to, going to briefly talk about what I was going to say. Well, we time. got, yeah, we got sidetracked about Natal. And then we started doing the, no, not in the episode, but on a rec- recording session, we started doing Transformers imitations. And <laughs> that, 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 nobody wants to hear that. It's too boring. Yes. Yes, Megatron. 
That's not Shockwave. This is Shockwave. I, I can't do him. Oh, that's too bad. Um, so, all right. So the first thing that I, that I was going to bring up was I had found it on the internet. There's this website called tfcog.net. And this website has what are called fan dubs. And yeah. what fan dubs are is people take, because of what happened was <laughs> after the Generation 1 Transformers ended in the United States 1987, the cartoon, the Japanese kind of somewhat continued that continuity with their own cartoons. Of course they did. Yes. They're, uh, um, they're out of their minds. Yes, they're out of their minds. And, uh, they were, you know, they're, they're Japanese, so they're kind of crazy, and it's just, it's a lot of people screaming, and just, you can't understand it. So, what a lot of the fans have done is they've dubbed it with their own, you know, characters and stuff, and their own audio, and, and obviously they had to write their own script, because who the heck knows what's going on in the Japanese script. And that kind of thing. So they've done that for the series called Transformers uh, Headmasters, uh, for example. Example. I am the master of heads. Yes. Uh, You're the head of the class. So they they, they did that. And on this website, there's there's people that are doing that. So that's kind of interesting. But then, um, and they they do some other stuff, too. you know they they um they do like dramatic readings of like some comic books and different things it's not not everyone's cup of tea i'm not really into those 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 later series because they just got like really bizarre and absurd i'll give an example they 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 went into something called the pretenders brass in pocket um yeah, the Pretenders were horrible. <laughs> not not the band, the Transformers. Yes. And they basically were, what they... They were Transformers that didn't transform. Yeah, they were like these big, like, uh, He-Man kind of looking, uh, like, animal figures. <laughs> and oh, I gotta tell you, bro. the actual... And the Japanese actually made cartoons of these things. Oh, man. And it just looks absurd. I mean, you t- I'm watching this thing and I'm like... This is supposed to be the Transformers? Um, so they did that. <clears throat> now, the, the one that I found interesting was they did something called Scramble City. And what Scramble City was, in Japan, in 1986, the Transformers, the movie, which came out in the summer of 1986 in the United States and Europe, for some reason did not get released in Japan. So they went from the second season to the third season. So while the rest of the world had, when they, you know, the third season was essentially like all new characters. So they had to kind of give the Japanese fans some kind of something that would like bridge the second and third seasons and not have them all like, what is this? Where these new people come from? We kill you. So they did this thing called Scramble City, um, only in Japan. And it, it, it's kind of cool, but it's. Basically, it's it's basically all the combiner robots, which in the Transformers is like the five robots that join up into the big robot. And they just there's like 10 of them and they they just all fight each other. And it, it's just insanity. And so on this website is tfcog.net. They uh, they did this uh, thing where they they did voices for it. 
and I thought it came out really well. And it's, I think it's, it's almost, you know, up to the quality of a, uh, like a Sunbow cartoon. Uh, some of the voices. Yeah, some of the voices stunk, yeah. It's weird because I could tell that the people were trying to imitate the original voices. Yeah. And some of them came close, but some of them, even though they came close to sounding like the original voices, they just weren't expressive enough. Like, they, they I can't explain. It was like they weren't. They weren't, they weren't they, it was bad acting. Yeah, it was bad voice acting. Yeah. You can't just imitate the sound of the voice. No. You have to act, too. It has yeah, to I mean, it, put, put some emotion or excitement. It would be like if, if for Optimus Prime, I was like, Autobots, transform and roll out now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, what was that? I, huh? I could do it better. Yeah. I would rather have it I'd not. I'd rather hear somebody go like, like with a Michael, Be- like Michael Bell doing Optimus Prime. Like, hey, it's Michael Bell, uh, Autobots, uh, transform and roll out. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd, I'd rather have better acting yeah. than... Uh, you know, th- then being a sound like if 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 it came down to one or the other, sounding yeah. like the original voice or good acting, I-, I would rather have the good acting. Well, obviously, I mean, you know, why would you want to? And I tell these people that that made it, I was like, you know, why would you want to listen to somebody? They're like, oh, well, you know, these people aren't professionals. I'm like, it doesn't take a professional to at least put some sort of like emotion into it, right? You know, I mean, uh, I mean that that was like the draw of the original Transformers was that these voice actors were like going berserk. <laughs> yeah, I know they were really. I mean, they good. were all they were all out of their minds. I mean, you watch that DVD uh, uh, roundtable with them, and these those guys are all nuts. Yeah, you know they're they're a fun you group. Know, they're like goofballs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, you know, and and so oh, you know, it was funny. I, I was uh, playing around with some of my imitations. And I was doing Bumblebee, right? Yeah. And then I was list. I was watching uh, um, the guy who originally did Bumblebee, Dan Gil Gilvesan or something like that. Uh, I, he did uh, at the Transformers Botcom convention about four or five years ago. He did this thing where somebody on YouTube put a video up where he he gives this like uh, you know he's on the microphone. And he gives like a you know a, you know because I, I don't know if he, he was gives a, comic, a talk. But, yeah, you know, he, he tells jokes, experiences, different things. He's very funny. And he's he's good to listen to. And so I was listening to this guy, and I'm like, you know, I, I've heard this voice before. And it's it's it, it just, it, it was nagging at me, and then finally it hit me. Who he sounds like. He sounds like me, Alan Alda. Dad, 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 dad. <laughs> what, his regular speaking voice? No, well, I mean, his regular voice was Bumblebee's voice. Yeah, hey, yeah. Optimus Prime, it's me, Bumblebee. Yeah, it does have a little dad, uh, dad, dad. Yeah, it does. It, it does have that Alan Alda quality to it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's that's where I've heard that Alan Alda doing Bumblebee. That's who they should have gotten to do Bumblebee in the movie. <laughs> well, if if Bumblebee had spoken, well, that's true. Now, if I have to choose between righteousness, I choose righteousness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, uh, and then, all right. And then the next part was they did this Scramble City 2, 
which is not like a full length episode. It's like three minutes. And it's this guy who, who animated it himself and people did the voices. And it kind of, it's, it's meant to like take the end because scramble city ended on like a cliffhanger. So it's meant to end that and like transition into transformers, the movie. Um, and I thought it was pretty cool how they did it. Yeah. They did a pretty good job. The drawings, the Mm. animation, you know, the, and, well, uh, the, the, the actual Scramble City episode, the Japanese yeah. Scramble City episode. It was really a toy commercial. That's really all it was. Yeah. yeah. You sent me the link and I watched the dubbed version of it. Yeah. And it, 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 it was just chaos. I know. And, and uh, that's just that... like, like Superion beat up, yeah. uh, Menasaur. Okay. And then Menasaur <laughs> punches Superion. It's like, wait a minute. Menasaur! Fight back! No, no, no. And then There's it was like, Bruticus. Yeah, Brutic. Then Metroplex. Then yeah. Trypticon. I'm like, Metroplex is beating him. Get Trypticon. It just made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> it was just it was cool. random robots beating each other. I know, but it was cool to have another episode with Optimus Prime and Megatron and Ironhide and all the original guys. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying it was like. I mean, you know, it was it was the we you didn't know, the the. As children, we didn't miss out on anything. No, no. Not that there weren't some episodes uh, in the original Sunbow Transformers where it was just chaos. (laughs) Kremzeek. God, (laughs) Kremzeek. Who did his voice? Welker, of course. Oh, he did? Yes, a a man of a thousand voices. That was the other thing we talked about was Frank. There's a website devoted to Frank Welker. Oh, yeah. It's called frankwelker.net. And it has tons of clips and links to videos and all kinds of stuff and interviews. And it's everything you ever want to know about Frank Welker. It's great. Yeah, one of the videos I saw on there, it was him back in what was the late 1980s, early 1990s in the recording studio with – I guess another voice actor doing um, voices on the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he was, was switching Ray. back and forth on the fly yeah. from Ray and Slimer. <laughs> the man is amazing. I mean, yeah, he's he's one of the masters. <laughs> he's just amazing. And actually, one of the things we said was in that that Matt Damon movie that came out last year. What was it? Oh, um. The uh, informant, the informant, yeah, yeah, that's what it was called. Yeah, the informant, which was kind of like a comedy with Scott Bakula and and Frank Welker was in the movie very, very briefly as uh, the character Mac da- of Matt Damon, his father. Yeah, I want to see that. I want to see it just to see Frank Welker in live action. <laughs> I I would rather see Frank Welker in live action than Michael Bay's Transformers in live action. Oh yeah. Yeah, those, are, those are a disaster. <laughs> Actually, oh, you no, know, he's di- huh. he's directing the third one. Well, I mean, yeah, of course. In 3D. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, after Avatar, everything's going to be in 3D now. I'm still not going to see it. No. Um, yes, you know, speaking of Michael Bay. Yeah. I read online that. Oh, wait, wait. Can I just say just one, one last thing? Yeah. Um. The voice actor who did Megatron in the Scramble City, this guy Frank Todaro, I think he's from New York, and he did an unbelievable job. I mean, some of the other, there was another guy, Daniel Ross, who did Starscream, who also did Starscream in the first Transformers movie video game. 
And those two guys, I mean, they did, I mean, they're professionals, but they did an unbelievably good job. Yeah, you're right. The, the, the dubbed version, Megatron sounded really, really yeah. like perfect. Yeah. Starscream sounded really good. Soundwave sounded really good. Well, they, they did that with the vocoder. <clears throat> yeah. But, um, Optimus I mean, Prime, ne- yeah, he needed, yeah. he, he needed like a, <laughs> I don't know why that these people didn't get that guy, uh, uh, Dr. Smooth. Yeah, he's really good. I mean, he's like unbelievable with that. <laughs> he, he does all the characters well. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, so Michael Bay, yeah. Yeah, uh, tell me what you think of this Michael Bay quote. He said the reason that he made Optimus Prime with no mask and he gave him mm-hmm. lips is because according to Michael Bay, superheroes don't wear masks what is he an idiot yes well i okay yeah that's true obviously he has never seen spider he's never seen spider-man what web schlinger what it's me i'm gonna tie michael bay up to a chair and shave his head (laughs) and put a pumpkin bomb in his pants (laughs) and then i'm gonna beat him over the head with thor's hammer Enough shed. Well, Spider-Man, Batman. Well, Batman's not wearing a mask. Just a cowl. Not over his mouth. Nobody has a mask. Yeah, I know, but... (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Captain America. Let me tell you, that was... The fact that Optimus Prime had a mouth, like a moving uh, mouth, was the least of Michael Bay's transgressions. (laughs) That's true. I could have, that's one, one of the few things I could have lived with. I guess. So. The fact that Optimus Prime had a mouth. Oh yeah. So, so what he's been saying about the third one is he's like, Oh yeah, you know, the third one's going to be all about the Transformers. There's going to be Transformers everywhere. There's going to be like 50 Transformers. That's what he said about the second one. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, wait a minute. And there was Transformers with a cane. <laughs> there was, uh, the, the Matrix was a sock. <laughs> that's right. I'm done. Just, just I'm done pitiful. with him. Pitiful. Pitiful. I read who's taking over for Optimus Prime. Why, Peter Cullen's not going to do it anymore? No. Says who? Says Michael Bay. All right, who's going to take over for him? Autobots, you've got to transform. <laughs> How funny would that be? That would t- I, th- I would probably go and actually watch that because I, I would have to. It was something to laugh at. That's true. so. What are you going to? What are you going to say about the three D? Oh, what I was going to say about three D was after Avatar. Now everybody's like every movie is coming out in three D. It's just absurd. I know, even, and of course, even the the the, the new Hugh Grant movie is going to be in three D. After seeing Avatar, George Lucas came out and said that he goes, finally, it's been proven that 3D technology can work. So I'm going to do the Star Wars in 3D. The stars are going to be popping out in your face. You know what? But it, that's, I, I have no problem with him doing that. It's just, the question is going to be, what will he change this time? If the trade papers report that he is casting for this thing, 
He needs we're to going. be arrested no, no, we're, and imprisoned. No, no, we're going. Going where? To the casting call. For what? For anything. Oh, God. Stormtrooper, droid, <laughs> I don't care. Ewok. It could be a, a Wookiee. I'll be C-3PO. <laughs> Either one of us would be better than Hayden Christensen. Oh, God. It's unbelievable how universally the Star Wars fans hate this guy. I mean, it was one thing, you know, there's some Star Trek people who never liked Shatner or whatever. They thought he was pretentious and well, and different things. But they never really questioned his acting, you know, yeah. as a character. Uh-huh. But hated Christians. Oh, my God. People. He's hated. Hated. <laughs> hated Christensen. And then you know, I see George Lucas on on the Daily Show, John Stewart, and he's he he's been he's been talking. He, he keeps coming out with this nonsense lately. George this Lucas? nonsense that yes, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, I know. I was gonna say. Yeah. So I, 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 yeah, I, I gotta tell you that um, you know, for people who are of a certain age group, the the new trilogy is their favorite Star Wars movies. They don't even like the originals. So, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, what what possible Hashish, ganja, marijuana, angel LS, dust, PCP, LSD. have you been on? Because there is no way anyone in their right mind, I don't care what age group they are, could have watched the prequels and then watched the originals and possibly said the prequels were better. <laughs> it's, and I said this in, on these forums. I'm like, anyone who says that is a, is a moron. I don't care if they cure cancer 10 years from now. They're a moron. <laughs> because that is an imbecilic statement. Hayden Christensen. Idiot. I think he's the one who told George Lucas that. Please. And then, wait, and then he comes, he goes, and then, you know, there's kids now who are watching the Clone Wars, and that's their favorite Star Wars uh, 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 film. If they haven't seen... The originals, well, that's one thing. But if they then see the originals and, and come back and tell me that, they're also morons. I don't. I didn't think anybody watched that. It bombed. No, no, the, no. The movie release bombed. Yeah, yeah. But the the car, the show itself is gets good ratings oh, on Cartoon oh, Network. No, no, I thought you were talking about the movie. No, no. I mean, people <clears> like <throat> the show. Yeah. The the well, CGI one people like. The the animated one. That came out like, I don't know, 10 years, years ago, ago or four years ago. Uh, or actually, probably, I think it was longer than that. Yeah, it was like that 10 years ago. That one got mixed reviews. Huh? It was It was like 10 years ago. No, it wasn't that long. It, it was It was probably like seven years ago or so. It, it was in between the episode two and episode three. Doesn't he ever get bored of just staring at the same footage over and over again for 32 years? <laughs> No, because he he keeps wanting to change it. I know, but I would just ah. If you I saw him, you saw him in those videos when they were making one of the the prequels, and he's sitting there in the editing room or whatever it was with the ILM people, and they're like in the middle of doing these effects, and he's like nitpicking like every frame. I know the ear, oh, <laughs> Yoda's ear. He's like. I don't like the way Yoda's ear moves in this one frame. And they're like, all right, get out. Yeah. 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 
No, but if he reprocesses the original Star Wars movies in 3D. Yeah. And releases those. Yeah. But it's not the originals. But the original trilogy, but... No, but it's not the originals, though. I, I know, the special editions, but... It's not, it's not the special editions. All right, but my point is... So he reprocesses, he, he changes these movies around again for the ninth time, <clears throat> reprocesses them in 3D. Yeah. What's left for him to do after that? I don't know. Eventually He's going, be, he is going to be some other, well, Blu-ray. No, no, Remember no, no. going to no, make no, changes no. for Blu-ray. No. He's going to have to make a new movie. No, he can't. He, he has can't. to. Come on. Can't. You're a movie maker. Make a new movie. Well, he's supposed to come up with this live action Star Wars TV show. <sighs> Just do something else. Yeah. Well, eventually they'll do another Indiana Jones, I think. Do something else. Think of something different. Can't. Uh, I don't get boy. it. I really just don't get it. Ah, uh, well. What is this? Where these little people come from? We kill you! <laughs> <laughs>